welcome to the Freed Media Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Heil, founding member of the Freed Fellowship and Freed Media. This is a podcast dedicated to bridging the gap between entrepreneur and entrepreneur. In this episode, you'll hear one Freed story from someone who made the jump from the corporate world to the vast unknown of entrepreneurship. We at Freed Media know that the road to entrepreneurship can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. We hope that in sharing Freed stories, that you will gain some tangible tips on how to get freed yourself. It's our mission to provide support and community for those working their five to nine side hustles and jotting down their someday business plan. We're navigating the journey ourselves, and we'd love to take you along with us. Ready to get freed? Hello, everyone. I'm joined again by my media partner, Maggie Parton, who you first heard in episode one. Hey, everybody. And today we're doing something really exciting. As we've said before, we would be checking up on our fellows every few months to see where their business journeys have taken them. And now is one of those times. So welcome back, Maggie. This is so awesome. I hear you have some news for us. Hi, Jackie. So glad to be back. Yes, there has been a lot that has happened and I'm excited to tell you about it. So your episode was our first and actually recorded around seven months ago in the middle of lockdown. So that's a long time. Fill us in a little on what has happened since we last spoke. So around that time, you and I were just like getting acquainted to know each other. We were just beginning with Freed and I was doing some virtual assistant client work and I was playing around with an idea for a new social media app. And although I'm not giving up that idea, possibly in the future, Right now, I am focused on my business, The Seventh Sense, which I launched at the beginning of March. And it is a loungewear line that focuses on emotional and mental health and just kind of supporting the wearer in their healing journey, whatever that kind of looks like for them and giving them a place of acceptance and understanding for what their journey is. I love it. I love everything about it. The fact that it's loungewear, the fact that mental health brought you to your mission behind it, everything lines up and it's perfect for you. So how did you take something from an idea in your head to an active business? So it's pretty crazy because I have always wanted to run my own business. My ideas have shifted over time. I talked about this in my last episode, but I originally, when I was a kid, like wanted to run a custom home building company. And I still have aspirations of building my own custom home one day in the future, but I ended up shifting. And so I was really focused at the end of 2020. I was really focused on the idea of kind of changing the landscape of social media. While I'm not giving up on that idea just yet, I am putting it to the side to focus on the seventh sense right now. And how it came to be is a real reflection of my own life experience. When I was a kid, when I was about 10, my mom passed away from cancer and it was pretty sudden. And at the time, my mom was my whole world, as most 10-year-olds would probably agree. And it really took me a very long time to find that same feeling that I felt before she passed away. So when I was young, I was very connected to my family and felt very much like at home. And then without her, I always felt different. And like every other kid, and especially girls, 
like growing up, there was all these like mommy daughter things going on, like trips or events or things. And I just feel like moms are so central to like culture when you're growing up and not having that. I always felt just kind of not normal. And it wasn't until recently that I started to feel like I really had a sense of belonging again. Mm -hmm. And I have really found that in my current state of life with my boyfriend's family, they really welcomed me in and just have made me feel like I'm a member of the family because of my relationship with their son, but also just like for my own merit. Mm -hmm. And once I felt that level of like security and belonging so many things changed for me. Like then I really started to take control of like my own mental health journey. I felt more confident in myself and was able to do kind of more of that like inner work and real healing all because I had that kind of like central feeling of like acceptance and belonging. And so my intention with the seventh sense was to create that experience for other people wherever they are in their life, whether it be like teenagers in your twenties, or even like if you're a full grown adult, my intention is to create an experience that gives you that safe place that you might not have in any other place in your life that you might not have at home or with your friends or this and that, whatever. I want everyone who interacts with the seven cents to feel completely understood and accepted and loved. Because I think there's real power and real change that happens once you have that kind of like basic need met. And I think it's one that a lot of people gloss over. Definitely. Especially these days, you need something like that. Yeah. And so basically it kind of came from like workshopping that idea that I just, I wanted to create that experience for people. So I wanted to create just that feeling of acceptance and belonging. And so I started writing out sayings that had meaning. And so like one of the sweatshirts has legitimately an entry from my journal on the back of it printed. And it's all the reasons why I was afraid to launch the business. And then all the reasons why I pushed past that fear. Mm. And one of the t-shirts says, good night, love you on it, which comes from my family always saying good night, love you before I go to bed. No matter, like sometimes people scream it like across the house, like, (laughs) but it's an, it's an always thing. And so you can be mad at people that you love, or you can be upset with them, but that doesn't mean that you don't love them. And that doesn't mean that they don't have a safe place in your heart. And so that's kind of really where it came to be. That's amazing. I'm so proud to have seen this come to fruition. And that name, The Seven Cents, how did that come to be? So it comes from kind of a few ideas that came together. So over the past couple of years in my own healing journey, myself and my boyfriend's family Every single member of this crew of ours has gone through something very significant in the past five years. My boyfriend and I celebrate our five-year anniversary of dating on Wednesday. So it's five years of us. And like his family and myself and one of his sister's best friends is like part of this family. And, you know, there are seven of us. So seven was a significant number in that. And each one of us have kind of gone through our own crisis form in the past few years. And it really brought us very close together. And so the idea kind of started from that idea of seven as being significant. 
And then I did some research into kind of people talk about the sixth sense. And then I did research into the seventh sense. And I started to get very interesting, like a varying viewpoint on what the seventh sense truly is. Because mm-hmm. we have our five physical senses, which are sight, hearing, smell, taste, and touch. And then your sixth sense, I guess people talk about, it's like your intuition and kind of like, you know, when you can sense people are near you or you can sense that something's going to happen, kind of like your intuition. And then I did research about the seventh sense because I had heard people talk about it, but I wasn't exactly sure what it was. And some research told me that the seventh sense has to do with your emotions, which I thought really aligned with what I was trying to do. And then some of it talked about how your seventh sense is your body's awareness of what's going on around it and kind of like your ability to sense what's going on and how your body interacts with your surroundings. And so I kind of put all of those things together. And my meaning behind the seventh sense is that the number seventh is is significant to me personally. And then I kind of like the combination of it being how you and yourself interact with the world around you and how your emotions play a role in your overall well-being. And so it kind of came together as a combination of all of that. It's amazing. Your personal and your professional are kind of coming together, but in the best way possible. That's the idea. So what aspects of running a business have you used in previous jobs and what were some new things you had to learn or you are learning? So I've done a lot for client work and for myself over the years. I'm pretty comfortable with social media and active on social media kind of outside of this. So I felt pretty comfortable diving into kind of launching a brand through social. And that's really where I'm focusing in terms of acquiring new customers and building an audience is through social. And so I felt really comfortable with that. And I've been a virtual assistant and kind of a project manager for a few small businesses and a few larger businesses over the years. And so I felt comfortable kind of like managing project management softwares and figuring out and making sense and organizing all the data that goes into kind of like the admin and the operations of running a business. Things that I was not prepared to do and things that I've had to learn are like accounting things. Mm-hmm. That's so totally not my like area of genius. So I've had to do like QuickBooks tutorials, mm-hmm. like lots of YouTube, lots of YouTube tutorials <laughs> on things. And just, I have to be really mindful of it because it's not what I usually would focus on in a project because it hasn't previously been my role, but obviously everything is my role mm-hmm. <laughs> when you run your own business yeah. and it's just you, everything is your role. So that is definitely something that I'm like in the process of learning and kind of learning for myself. And, and I feel like it's learning for myself in business and in personal life too, because I feel like money skills are transient. So that's really what I've been learning the most. I was pretty comfortable with kind of the digital marketing space because that's what I've focused on before. And Growing Freed has helped that too because we've had to kind of wear different, or I've had to wear different hats and kind of manage project things that in areas that I haven't normally done. And Mm -hmm. so Freed has helped me with that too, but definitely still learning along the way. (laughs) Always learning. So now that you're running your own business, what are some specific tools that are your favorite to make you successful, especially this day and age? 
Okay, so I have just done a deep dive into Airtable. Mm -hmm. I have been an active Trello user for a while, which I really like Trello. Mm -hmm. And Airtable is kind of like Trello, but amplified to no other because Airtable is cool because it has all these viewpoints. So you can put in all the data, mm-hmm. all the specifics, and then you can pick, you can set up different views for that same data. And so mm-hmm. you can include or exclude whatever data and change it into different views. Mm-hmm. And so you can see it differently. And I'm a really visual person in terms mm-hmm. of like organizing information. My friends and family make fun of me because I do everything on post-it notes. Like I do things with poster Mm -hmm. boards and post-it notes because I don't like when I get freaked out by writing something down on like a poster board or writing something on a piece of paper for it being permanent that I can't move it to a different area. And so I like the post-it notes because I'll write things and I'll do them in color codes and then I can move them around. And so I can see it all. I have almost a photographic memory, which is why I was a terrible student. (laughs) And so everything, I need to see everything because that's how my brain stores the information. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning Airtable. Again, lots of YouTube. I'm such a self-taught person. Like I'm just like, well, I'll just figure it out. Like Mm -hmm. YouTube, there are so many blogs and tutorials and just everything. There's so many resources out there that if you want to learn something, it it is right there. It is readily at your fingertips. Um, I also... I use later to schedule social media posts, which is essential because otherwise I would just be clicking posts when I could be really moving the needle in my business. And probably, I mean, in terms of the e-commerce space, this is not a new tool or not revolutionary or anything, but Shopify, because it does everything for you. Mm -hmm. Um, My website is a free theme on Shopify. Mm -hmm. They run the payment through it. Like you don't have to have an like a secondary payment processor. They even send like the emails for like your order updates and things like that. Like it's all done automatically through Shopify when you set up your store. And then there are all these apps through Shopify so you can link it to other things so it can do more things. I'm still a beginner with it. I'm definitely not like advanced level, but it really does everything that you need it to do, especially for e-commerce. There's... There's nothing like it. That's um, Those are probably my go-tos. That's awesome. So continuing on that subject, we love a good recommendation. So do you have any other specific resources that have helped you most in launching your business? Well, I follow several kind of social media marketers online that offer, you know, courses or coaching programs and things like that. I did take a Facebook advertising course in 2019 with a client that was my first taste into, and it was at the end of 2019. So it's just before everything shut Mm -hmm. down. So it was like an in-person seminar workshop thing, Mm -hmm. which seems so wild to talk (laughs) about now because I can't imagine spending three days with a group of people that I don't know (laughs) (laughs) at this point in time. It was at the end of 2019, And I went to Austin, I live in Houston and I went to Austin to take the course. And it was really interesting because although I had been active in social media marketing for a little while, the course and the seminar and these guys, they really took the veil off of 
the digital space and like cookies and pixels and tracking things and all these things. And I feel like even just taking that course, I felt like made me a more informed consumer. Even like it obviously had tremendous value for business and work and things mm-hmm. like that. But I also just felt like I was, I'm a more informed consumer. And then the social dilemma came out. And I feel like now people are more informed and they understand that everything is tracking everything that you do. And it kind of freaked people out. I feel like a lot of people had a bad reaction to it, but I already understood that. And I don't actually, I guess maybe this is because I'm in digital marketing, but Mm -hmm. I don't actually think it's a bad thing to get personalized ads because Mm -hmm. like I was watching live TV the other night because my boyfriend wanted to watch a basketball game and I don't ever watch live TV for myself Mm -hmm. and I'm watching it. And this one, there was a commercial for insurance like big deal, whatever. And then there was a commercial for this local, this hospital system in our area. And it was literally like so heart-wrenching. It was about this girl who was getting a heart transplant because she was dying. It was a small child. And when it like queued off, it just went into like a Doritos commercial or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, my heart cannot handle this. You know, like the ads on Instagram, they're always relevant to me, you know? They know their audience, their tools for social media marketing, their other loungewear lines, their for a skincare product, they're directly relevant to me. And I don't have a problem with that. That's just me personally. I have also taken the digital marketing course on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. which is a free course. And it's like 24 hours worth of material. And it's completely free through LinkedIn. I think Microsoft made it free through LinkedIn. My dad sent it to me last summer and I went through it and it was like a real life course that you would pay like $2,000 for. And it's totally free because Microsoft launched an initiative through LinkedIn learning and they did this whole report on the top 10 or 12 jobs that are hiring remotely, that can be worked remotely, that are hiring and that have the greatest growth for the next five years. And then Microsoft paid to have courses for each of those positions available and for free through LinkedIn so that people could build up their knowledge while during COVID. And so I did that one, which I thought was really helpful. And generally... I read lots and I listen to lots of podcasts from people who are active in social media, influencers, marketers, all of those things. That's amazing. I know we love a good podcast. So those are always good. And we also believe that sometimes you are only as strong as the team and support around you. So tell us about any mentors or guides who are helping you through this wild ride. That's interesting. My family is so supportive of me. My like my close inner circle is so supportive. It's so interesting because I have only lived in Texas for I'm going on 4 years now and it's so crazy because every single relationship that I have made since moving here has like purchased from my store which is so sweet and so wonderful. And it's not just like a pity support. It's because they like genuinely like the products and Mm -hmm. they genuinely like want to support me, which is so cool and awesome. And it's funny because I didn't really feel how significant that was until I really got active in kind of small business space on like Instagram and TikTok. And I talked to a lot of people who run small businesses and they were like, 
yeah, I mean, I've only had 10 sales and da 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 da. Like my friends said they would purchase, but they never really did. And I have such wonderful friends and family who've supported me, who've purchased things, who've shared my shop a billion times, which is just so wonderful. And I'm so appreciative of that. In terms of mentors, my dad is a big mentor for me in general. He always pushes motivation and 90% of the books that I read are because my dad sent them to me (laughs) or told me to buy them. My dad is very active in kind of personal development. He's been in business for 40 something years. And so he's learned a few things Mm -hmm. and he sends me motivational quotes on Instagram almost every day. He sends Mm -hmm. me articles to read. He sends me books to read and just overall kind of just supports me in growing. And then the other person would be my very first like big girl job. I worked as a meetings and event intern for an association in DC when I was 21. And it was just me serving as an intern to the director of meetings and events for this association. Mm -hmm. And it was basically just the two of us who executed like one of those association conferences that are like three or four days, you know, Mm -hmm. 5,000 people kind of thing. And she taught me so much just about working and about how to get things done efficiently and how to manage things. And she did a really good job. She's still to this day, I would say the best boss I've ever had. And I wish for everyone that they have a boss like this because she did a great job of giving me responsibility that was probably more than I could handle But she always empowered me to execute it. And she always made me feel supported, like that I could ask her for things or that I had the tools and the resources in order to do them, Mm -hmm. even though it was, it was like over my head. Mm -hmm. But she also, she always made me feel like that if I screwed up or if I dropped the ball on something that she would pick it up. Mm -hmm. And so it was almost... I don't know. It was like a really wonderful balance of that. And we're still in contact. She follows my shop and she like will message me. And she actually sent me a birthday card. (laughs) I haven't seen her in years. I moved out of DC a while ago and I haven't seen her in years, but she sent me a birthday card recently and was just like talking about how she was proud of me and like supports the shop and just in general. And she really made a big impact on me because it was kind of my first entrance into adulthood. Mm. And I don't know, she just really made me feel like I could do anything. Wow. Yeah. We all need a boss like that. That's amazing to have. That's always good. Yeah. So if there was a checklist of five simple things that you would tell somebody else from business idea to conception, what would you write? Well, if it's for an e-commerce shop, I would say you need an LLC first, which I actually got my LLC in December of 2020 and I didn't fully launch until March, but I got it. And I was like, I'm committed. Mm -hmm. I paid the money to the state of Texas. And I was like, I am registered as a business. Here we go. (laughs) And then establishing a Gmail a Google account with your custom at, so it's not at Gmail. Mm -hmm. It only costs like 10 or 11 bucks a month or something like that. And it just makes you so much more professional. Mm -hmm. So you need that. And then Shopify, you need a Shopify account because that's going to be your website. That's going to be your payment provider. 
that's going to get your idea from just being in your head to being in someone's hand. And then you need to design your designs. So either you work with a graphic designer to do it for you. I did all of mine myself in Canva with lots of assistance from everyone around me. One of my brothers is in school for PR and has a whole bunch of friends who are graphic designers. One of my cousins is a graphic designer. So I sent my designs out to a lot of people and had lots of opinions, but I did it myself. And then you need your merchandise. So you either need to like order merchandise and hold inventory and do all of that, or you go through a fulfillment center, but you need someone to take those designs from just on your computer screen to something that you can hold in your hands. Mm -hmm. So those are the real five steps. There's a lot of breakdowns that happen through each of those, (laughs) a lot of mental breakdowns that happen between those steps. But those are kind of the major, the major moves and major kind of programs that you need in order to operate an e-commerce business. That's perfect. And you know, from experience, so that's always a good list. Just barely. We're just dipping our toe in, just learning as I go. (laughs) And what's the five-year plan? Where will the seven cents be in 2026? Ooh, I have so many ideas for the seven cents for other businesses. I'm always, every day I pop up and I'm like, I have something new. (laughs) Um, I would love an app and like a community. I'd love to do physical events that kind of brought everyone together and I don't know, just felt like a giant hug. Mm -hmm. Um, As like cheesy as that sounds, I would love to do physical events. Um, I was telling a friend the other day that it's been several years since I was in an event planning role and I am starting to miss it. So I either need to start planning parties for my own social life or I don't know, something like that. But I would love to plan events around seven cents that made people feel accepted I would really love for the seven cents to give back to the Houston community. I'd love to get involved and do events around like the homeless population in Houston, like give out hoodies to people around here and encourage seventh squad to do random acts of kindness and let that kind of grow everywhere. I would love an app. I think that would be really cool to kind of have an app that was centralized and allowed people to have a sense of community and something something that's in addition to you know the general social networks but that just gave people an opportunity to connect and allowed people to be open and accepted by others and to provide resources and kind of guide them through their healing journey. That's overall the plan is just guide people through their healing journey. Mm -hmm. And whether that's five people or 500 or 5,000, that's good with me. That is amazing. Maggie, thank you so much for being here. You are doing such great things. No doubt we will catch up with you in a couple months to see where you and the business are. Until then, where are some new social medias that we can find you at? Okay, so you can find my store, The Seventh Sense, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at shop the seventh, the number seven, BH Sense. Thank you for being here, and we will see you all soon. Yes, we will. Here at the Freed Fellowship, we are building a community of talented individuals ready to make theirs and others' business dreams come true. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next time as we interview another fellow team member. And until then, don't forget to free your mind, free your media.